Welcome to the Lodge of Leaders podcast, the show where aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone wishing to grow their leadership skill set can improve their career, all for an intentional influence. Hi guys, my name is Gary Davison, and I have 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 24 leaders to executive levels in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, and university faculty member. In addition to the many roles I've held outside the field of education that give me a unique perspective. I've used my perspective to grow leaders, lead successful organizations, and establish cultures of success in many areas. Let me help you become a highly effective and fulfilled leader. If you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and your career will prosper. You can expect to grow if you put in the work and are honest in your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth, and we will grow. Welcome back, Lodge members, to the Lodge of Leaders podcast, episode number 76 of the Principal Mentor Series. We are continuing our work with the success indicators for administrators to lead and succeed when they are angry. We're talking about angry parents. Angry parents, difficult situations, and horrendous challenges that most people would not even believe are the commonplace default for most principals today. Learn how to lead effectively and live a fulfilled life in the midst of these challenges. And a quote that I have most recently used in some of the reading uh, writings that I have done is, anger displaces manners, civility, and rational thought. Don't be the angry one. When you're in the midst of a meeting, don't be that person. You be the one that's in control of control. That's very important. You are the one who who controls the control. You are nice and controlled. You're to yourself. And we've gone through that with our success indicators, but it's very relevant here. Um, As we go through here, one of the things I want to make sure that we're doing is at the end of the meeting, you've just met with a parent. They were angry over something. Um, After the meet, at the conclusion of the meeting, you want to be sure that you and the other party, you establish future expectations together. What that does is that that establishes that partnership. It helps to build that feeling of relationship that they have come in, whatever that future expectation looks like. It may be the same thing that you continually do right now, but you want to work them to a point where they're agreeing with what you're doing. They may have some really good points. You never know, but you may have a policy, a procedure, a practice that you do, something that you can model for them moving forward. And and sometimes it's just helping them to understand why something is being done. Number two, um, 
build a bridge with that parent. You want to establish that you and the parent have built a bridge as a result of this meeting. You know, sometimes you just have nothing that you can say. You know, if there's if there's nothing else there, you have one thing in common. Their child is in your school. You can always default to, you know what? I really like your your child. Is such a great kid. They make me smile every day, blah, 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 blah. And you can go on. But you at least have that as a bridge that you can build. That's the basic. That's the floor. You can go from there and, and really find other things that you have in common. I guarantee you, if you spent two minutes trying to find commonalities, you would find hundreds of them. Number three, always use I statements. Don't ever say you or you or why do you. Tr- frame it in I. What that does, it does two very distinctive points. One, it makes you seem like you're in, in control. You have confidence. You are a confident speaker. You're assertive. Um, it also keeps the listener from becoming defensive as though you are pointing them out. You are saying everything that they're doing wrong. You're keeping it in I statements. You're, you're, you're framing it with your own self. Number four, revisit expectations together. You, you know, you start the meeting, move forward and revisit those together as you go through the meeting, the things that you have um, agreed to do. If you need to, if it becomes contentious, revisit them more often. If the meeting is going along nicely, it's very civil, everything is wonderful, uh, it's progressing nicely, you may not have to do that till the very end. And you say, well, I just want to make sure we we accomplished what we wanted to do. Let's go back and review these expectations today t- together. And that is just a, 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 a significant point that establishes that good rapport when they leave. And finally, treat parents as though they're trusted colleagues. I have some of my colleagues that have a very difficult time with this one. Um, I am not going to treat a parent, particularly one that is upset, I am not going to treat them as though they're second-class citizens. I'm not going to treat them as though their concerns are not my concerns. Um, I want to make sure that everyone who leaves my school leaves having a great experience. That means we need to sit down together and leave in that way. So I view them as a trusted colleague, someone who I trust, someone who I'm going to work very hard to please and try and um, bring the situation to a resolution. Um, As I go back to some of the examples that I've dealt with in my career, um, I remember one particular situation that we had. It was the first year we opened our school that I'm in now. It's about 15 years ago. And I noticed that, um, well, I didn't notice it. The custodian did. He would come in and say that there was some um, excrement uh, on the walls of the boys' um, um, bathroom. And, and in the stall, uh, there would be one stall in a bathroom and it would be, have some, some excrement on it. Um, as time went on, it became more and more, um, as you can imagine, the custodian was very frustrated and we had a difficult time trying to find out who it was. We finally did some detective work. We found out who it was. We brought the young man in, um, and we had a very, 
this this young man's mother was very upset. Um, it, 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 as you can imagine, she was not. Well, let, let me put it this way: she was uh, very upset with her son, but became very defensive very quickly with us. Um, we were trying to make sure that the young man had uh, support. Um, any social worker will tell you that anyone who does this, it is it is a possible sign of some other things that may be going on. So we started to investigate a little bit just to make sure that the young man was being well cared for and such. So the mom really went off the deep end and became very, very upset. And I, and I really had to use some of these strategies we talked about today. Um, you know, I had to find ways to build a bridge. Her son was a very, very difficult person to, um, be very fond of, let's put it that way. And, um, I really had to stretch to find some things that we had in common, but I did and would continually go back to those things that, that we, we agreed on certain things and we established future expectations. That was really important. That meeting in particular, I can tell you, I went back and reviewed those in the meeting probably seven or eight times, just going back to it saying, Okay, Mrs. So-and-so, we agreed that we're going to try and solve this today. Now, these other things we'll work on later, but we've got to solve this today. We both need to sit here and we've got to understand why we're here. And we circled back in that way. Um, It was a very difficult situation. Um, The young man uh, was troubled. um, And did end up getting the help that he needed. Uh, Found out not too long ago that he's very productive and, and living a good life and uh, everything is is moving forward for him. Um, but at the time, it was very touch and go and dealing with the mother, um, as you can imagine, just, uh, you know, you're, you're, call it, you're called in because your son is, is drawing pictures with his poo on the wall. I mean, we're talking about a 16, 17-year-old young man. We're not talking about a little kid. So um, this, is, this is something that was very, it really shook her foundation. And um, when she was stressed, she was very volatile. So it was something that we had to deal with. The Lodge of Leaders podcast is sponsored exclusively by Greater Development, LLC. At Greater Development, they will develop, grow, and skillfully hone your leadership skill set. Let's face it, Hall of Fame athletes, Hollywood stars, and CEOs, the greatest in their respective fields, all have private coaches to master the fundamentals of their craft. Aren't your skills just as important? Don't you want to be a highly effective and fulfilled leader? They can help. You can contact them at greaterdevelopmentllc.com. Let them help you reach your excellence. Thank you for listening to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. It's my hope that you receive value for your time today. If you did, I have three basic requests. The first, please leave us a review at whatever platform you got your podcast from. Two, please share the podcast with your friends and colleagues, anyone that you feel like can get value from it. And three, please go to Greater Development LLC and check out how they can help you grow. Yes, they have services, but you'll see blog articles and other things that can always be of help. Lodge members, until we meet again, remember, experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is...